sure is a good place to be this morning. I'm thankful for everyone that's came out despite the weather and thankful for all the visitors that we have. And uh, sure I am thankful this morning for being able to be here, God getting us out of bed. And uh, I don't want to take that for granted today, the fact that he woke me up and has given us another opportunity to serve and worship him. I want to read a little bit of scripture in the first chapter of the book of John, in the 38th verse. It says, Then Jesus turned and saw them following and saith unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, in being interpreted, Master, where dwellest thou? He said unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. And uh, as I read this, I just thought about this, the saying, Come and see. And uh, the greatest invitation that is made is when the gospel is preached and the invitation goes to a lost sinner that says, Come and see. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward and hoping that God will reach somebody today and give that same invitation. And it's the same invitation that was reached to me when I was saved. So I'm looking forward to what God's going to do. Praying for this service, and I ask of you today, pray and just really get in this service and give everything you got today. So I'll open up with prayer, and then we'll turn it over to Brother Taylor. Our Heavenly Father, God, I thank you once again, God, for another day of life. God, we're thankful for health and strength. And God, this, this morning we're so thankful, God, for your many blessings and your mercies. And God, I thank you today, God, for saving grace, God, that saved us and lifted, lifted us up out of the miry pit of sin. And God, today I'm thankful for the blood, God, and I can claim the blood this morning, God, that no matter what happens and no matter where I go, God, to know that I'm saved, God, and I'm born again, and God, heaven is my home. And God, we're looking and hoping, God, that someone can get that assurance today, God, that they can come, God, and get a drink of living water, God, and they can get in and get saved. And God, we pray you'd make the invitation. And God, they wouldn't hesitate to move, but God, when you begin to call, God, and you begin to speak, God, that they would move. God, we pray you'd help us, lead us, and guide us, and we'll be careful to give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn it over to Brother Taylor. <laughs>
page 92. 92.
had a feeling that was coming. I heard a little whisper from Cooper. He said, Jeremy. I almost was like, I think he said Gary. <laughs> but I didn't want to do that to Gary. <laughs> but it's good to be here this morning. I tell you, the crowd, for the weather we're having, the crowd is just phenomenal. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, I have burdens that are here this morning, and I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm just, I'm beyond excited for this service. Uh, there's a lot of good that can be done, so let's really be praying for, for Cooper. I'm excited to hear him this morning, but we'll ask everyone to please stand to your feet. Does anybody have an unspoken prayer request this morning? Hands all throughout the house, remember that. Any spoken prayer requests this morning? Beth and Dusty. remember all the people working in the medical field right now all of them are on a string Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, usually when we don't have a piano, you kind of, ah, but man, that choir sounded, it just to me, that choir sounded beautiful this morning. You got to hear every little piece and part sometimes that you can't hear when the piano is playing, and it was, it was beautiful. Appreciate our choir leader. association service coming up end of the month i believe that's at samaria so let's really be praying for that service and if you can come i'd love to see a good support for samaria anybody else yeah absolutely remember that Lots and lots to play for this morning. If nobody else has anything, we'll ask Ryan Carter to lead us in prayer. Thank you. 
might be the life that you intended this to be. And I, Father, I pray this morning to come down on all of those that's on our heart, God, you know their need. And I pray, my Father, that you reach them, convict their souls, and draw them to Jesus before it's eternally too late. Now, Father, just take this service and use it for your glory. Bless our Father in every effort and whatever you accomplish, we praise your holy name for asking in Jesus' name. We'd like to ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on their heart. Anything at all. feel like every time somebody gets up here they say how thankful they are for this church but I'd like to reiterate that uh, Cassandra and I were talking on our way over here about how spoiled really our church is and that's a good thing the Lord has really blessed our church our youth group uh, just really blessed everything in this church and I'm really really thankful for that and uh, I couldn't imagine bringing my kids anywhere else uh, I'm excited to see what the future holds but more importantly, I'm excited to see what this service holds. Uh, so does anybody have anything at all on their heart? I'm sure Cooper would really appreciate it. Pray for him. Change. 
said, come home and be my child. Come on and rest a little while. Very soon the shades of night will hide the day. much in prayer. I'm really excited for Cooper. I look up to him a lot and uh, just really, really, really be praying for him this morning. Cooper. Appreciate everything that's been said and done. Appreciate the opening up and the song that was sang. Uh, and Jeremy gave ample opportunity, but I'll ask again, does anyone this morning have a song or a testimony? Feel like they need to feel anything on your heart at all. Be sure to follow the Lord. You you're following the Lord, you're not going to get in the way. So, anything you got at all this morning. If not, you'd be much in prayer. I've been looking forward to this and excited, uh, but nervous at the same time. And uh, You pray. I, I want to read in the 17th chapter of the book of Exodus. I do this morning, I, I want to sing a song if that's okay. Uh, I want to be careful to follow him, but this song is my testimony. And uh, as a six year old boy, I was a beggar down by the wayside, 
had nothing to claim, had nothing to bring God, had nothing to offer to him. Uh, but I'm thankful that he reached down and picked me up and allowed me to sit in a heavenly place with him. And he saved me and lifted me out of the miry pit of sin. So you pray. What you see before you, I've not always been. I once was so broken and battered by sin. And this story that I tell you is such a marvelous thing. How love brought together a beggar and a king. I traded for riches the rags of my soul. I gave him the pieces and he made me whole. I brought to him nothing and he gave me everything. He found a beggar and I found a king. Now you say it's so hard for you to believe. Well, all I can say is that I'm redeemed. And of all the love stories this world has ever seen, there will never be a greater than how Jesus loved me. I traded for riches the rags of my soul. I gave him the pieces and he made me whole. I brought to him nothing and he gave me everything. He found a beggar and I found a king. You pray this morning. I thank God for his presence. And if you're here and lost today, God does not have you here by mere happenstance or circumstance, uh, but I believe it was the divine intervention of God that has you here today. And I pray that I would just be a mouthpiece to you. I'm just a mailman. I like to put it that way. God tells me where to go, and I I just let him take over. And there reaches a point in in, in preaching, Taylor, where I I just leave. And that's what I want this today. I, I I want to leave today, and I want God to use my vessel. And I want God to speak to you in a mighty way and tell you that there's hope in Jesus and you can be saved. And you pray today. I want to read in the 17th chapter of the book of Exodus. It begins and it says, And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journeys according to the commandment of the Lord and pitched and Rephidim. And there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore do you tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for the water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle which thirst? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, What shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee the elders of Israel. And thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river Take in thine hand and go. Listen to this. It says, Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so on the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massah and Meribah because of the chiding of the children in Israel, because they tempted the Lord, saying, The Lord is among us or not. And so stop right there. I, I just want to get a few points out of this. And I, you pray real hard. 
And normally when I, I, I study and the Lord begins to let me study and I'll look at things in a chronological order through the Scripture, I'll start in the beginning and get points out of it until the end of the Scripture. But God got me out of this Scripture and got me thinking on the person of Christ and thinking about Christ the Savior. And today I don't want to start in the beginning of this Scripture, but if it's okay, I'd like to talk with you about the person of Christ and start in more of the middle or the end of the Scripture. And as we begin to look and we see that Moses and the children of Israel were thirsty and it told, said that the Lord told him, He said, when you go over there, get your rod you spread the river out with and get it up there and he went up there and he began to smote the rock and I began to look at this and the first point that came to my mind out of this is that he is the rock of ages that Christ himself is the rock of ages and I'm thankful today that as a six year old boy when I got saved I got a firm foundation that no matter where I go and no matter what happens in this life Billy when the storms of life begin to go and the winds begin to blow around me and the devil says it's not worth marching on anymore I'm thankful today that I have a firm foundation that is unmoving and no matter what happens in this world the world may be going crazy Jeremy but he's not moved since the foundation of the world he is the foundation today and if you want to get started with Christ you've got to start with him he is the cornerstone he is the chief cornerstone and it took me as a six-year-old boy starting with him and today if you want to be saved you've got to start with the rock of ages and I'm thankful today that he has not moved in 2,000 years since Calvary he's unmoving and he's not going to move anytime soon uh, listen the churches of today the they'll tell you to look for hope in somewhere else but I'm telling you right now if you build your hope on things that are not eternal they will crumble the Bible get, begins to speak of storms and trials that come and it says wise is the man that builds his foundation on the chief cornerstone and I'm glad today Billy if we will build our foundation and build what we've got on the chief cornerstone when the storms of life begin to blow and when I feel like quitting God says child don't you dare try to quit on me I'm not moving and no matter where you go you've got hope in me and so today first we see that He is the rock of ages. Now I want to bounce back. This is where I said normally He doesn't make me do this or allow me to do this. But now I want to bounce back to the beginning of the Scripture, if that's okay. And we see that the children of Israel had left the wilderness of sin. And they got out there and they got thirsty. And it says they got so mad that they began to talk to Moses and begin to judge Him and begin to question Him and question the Lord. Mind you, these are people that had come uh, through the Red Sea, had, had been led out of the hand of Egypt, had been led out of the hand of Pharaoh. And they begin to say, they begin to say, we're thirsty. Where Did you just bring us out here to kill us? And Jeremy, God brought my mind back to me being a six-year-old boy. How thirsty I was for living water. I needed a drink from the fountain. And I'll tell you today, if you're here and lost, you're in that same position. And everyone that's ever been lost and has ever gotten saved has been in that position where we're so thirsty, we don't know our left from our right. And we just all we know is that we want water. And I'm telling you today, God did not leave you hopeless. God left a fountain. I'm thankful for that. And I don't want to jump ahead of myself here, but I'm thankful that God does not show us we're lost and the Holy Ghost doesn't show us we're lost just to leave us there. But I'm thankful today that God has a plan set out for people that we can 
can get out of that miry pit of sin. And I'm thankful today, Jeremy, it was from the foundation of the world that God had a plan for His people. And God, from the foundation of the world, Roy, He looked down through the sands of time and He saw a lost and dying generation and He picked His only Son to go because He was the only one that was worthy. He was the only one that could be the rock. And I'm thankful today that when it was only up to Him and He was the only one that could go, He went and He paid the price. Boy, but you're here today. I, I, I just want to talk to you. Preacher, I'm as lost as lost can be. Listen, I know today it, it's a hard place to be in. And you say, Preacher, I don't understand this. Why would God just show me He's lost? That's just crude. Understand today that it is not God, nor the preacher, nor the man of God's fault that you're in the condition you're in. You see, the children of Israel begin to get mad and they begin to look at Moses and begin to look at God and say, why would you bring us out here just to let us die? And as a lost person, it's easy to say, how fair is this God? But I want to remind you today that when God had Adam and Eve in the garden, He created them for fellowship. And God didn't want them to be robots, so He gave them free will to make the decisions they wanted to make. And before you start judging Adam, I want to let you know, if any one of us would have been in that garden we would have made the same decision. And from the time Adam ate of the tree of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, man has been cursed with sin. Now we still sin every day, but this is the important part. He was the first Adam. Adam was the first Adam. And Jesus was the second. And you see that today? He had to be of a second. He had to be of another lineage because he had to be born of a virgin, because sin was passed down from man. He had to be of a new lineage. I just wanted to point that out today. Listen, you think God hates you. You think, God, why would you put me in this place? I'll tell you today, God loves you so much that he sent the best that heaven had, and he had it planned before the foundation of the world. That's how much that God loves us today. If, if, if it was up to us, if it was up to him, if we got what we deserved, we'd be in a devil's hell. Truth be told, we're nothing but unworthy sinners, but God had other plans, and he loved us so much he'd send his son. I want to skip over and back into the elder part of the scripture. It says in verse 6, Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock. And there shall come water out of it that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And I want to skip over into the book of John. You keep praying. Skip over to the book of John in the 19th chapter in the 33rd verse. The 19th chapter and the 33rd verse of John says, But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they break not his legs. Listen to this. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came there out blood and water. So you pray this morning. I, just, I want to bring these two scriptures together, if the Lord will allow me. And we see that uh, as the children of Israel were over there and Moses were over there. He told them, he said, when you go up there, you're going to smote that rock and water is going to begin to pour out of it to quench the thirst of the children of Israel. And uh, I began to think about that and just begin to think about that. And like I said, the first point that God brought to my mind was he is the rock of ages. 
And I begin to think about what happened to that rock there in Exodus chapter 17. And what a great comparison to the cross of Christ. And I just want to talk about that for a little while. Listen, I said before, He is the rock of ages. And He told Moses, He said, when you get up there, you're going to smote it and water is going to pour out. And I want to tell you, it's the same thing that happened on a cruel Roman cross at Calvary. Jesus was there and it had been prophesied that He was going to come for years and years. And oh, the day finally came when Jesus was walking up that hill and walking up that mountain, uh, Billy. But when He got up there and He got up on that cross and it said He gave up His life and it said that He was dead already so they break not His legs. But I love this part. It says that a Roman soldier grabbed a spear and he put it in his side. Do you see what happened there? He smote the rock. Do you see that today? <laughs> 4,000 years before Jesus Christ was on the cross or more, it was a picture of the cruel cross of Christ. And listen, that's how much God loved us today that He knew clear back then that He was going to come and pay the ultimate price for you and I. And today, I'm thankful that as He went up that mountain and He went up that hill, you and I were on His mind. And when the, when, when the spear went into His side and He was smote and the water came pouring out, I'm thankful today that that was living water, that that was what was necessary for us to live again. And I'm thankful for for that little woman there by the well, Jeremy. And he told her, he said, but if you drink of the water that I shall give thee, you shall live forever. I'm putting that in my words. I may have forgot something there, but hear me good and well. That's the same living water that you have to drink to get saved. And it's the same living water that's going to carry me over Jordan. And it's going to get me in heaven one of these days. It's the same water that brings life everlasting. Listen, if you want to get saved today, you've got to come to the fountain and you've got to come to the Lord and say, God, I want some of that living water. And God, I want to live for forevermore and I want to be in heaven with you one of these days listen that woman went over there and she had been over there and she wasn't expecting for Jesus to come by her way well you may be here today and you say I just came just because somebody asked me to wasn't expecting a whole lot I, I, I love this if you read that scripture and you studied it out you find that Jesus for where he was going he went completely out of his way to go meet that lady I want you to know this today. God really has no business with us. Has every right to have no business with us. But today He's come and He's spoken to you because He wants to see you make a move. And He wants fellowship with you today. I want you to know that. Preacher, I don't know how to get there. I just feel like I'm so unworthy. I can't get that. I'm telling you today, every man that's ever been born, God says, I paid the price. God says the fountain's there. If they want to get saved, they can be saved. Uh, so many times we, we, we preach and we get frustrated and we, we get so worried about whether the message was received. But I pray today that you take that to heart and you realize that one of these days the last gospel call is going to go out. One of these days, Jeremy, it's going to be too late for somebody to get saved. I pray today as you stand, I, I want to get a song. That's, that's as far as I feel like going. I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate everyone paying attention and giving your undivided attention. Uh, but this morning, if you're here and you feel like moving at all, you feel like making a step for God, maybe God's asked you to come and get in. God's asked you to come and get saved. Maybe you say, Preacher, I, just, I need help. I'm struggling so bad. God wants to hear from His people. So many times I've been in services and you could feel God sometimes just His Spirit not necessarily speaking to the lost or speaking to somebody out of church, but just telling people to come and get help. I'm telling you today, you say, Preacher, God, God doesn't want to hear from me. Listen, I'm telling you today, God loves you so much. 
He'd love nothing more than to hear from you today. Sing whenever you're ready. You ask me why I'm so happy. How about it today? Will you just make a step for, for him? Why there's a smile He's gave the best that heaven face. had. The least we can do is take if a step for him. If you had known me a few years ago before I tasted his grace. I know you would see there's a difference in me that something amazing took place. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. My past has all been erased. No, I can do that for you this morning. I just can't, can't get, get over my sins being over since I have been under the blood. Oh, I can't pull you this morning. I just I can't, can't explain God. the miraculous change since i been when you make the decision, you've got to stick with it and really come. He's so high above me that it's just beyond oh, me. The depths of One his marvelous grace. I just can't get over my sins being over since I have been under the blood. I feel the joy overflowing since Jesus paid my debt for me. And all of my shackles forever are broken. I've been forgiven, set free. I'll sing and I'll shout it. There's no doubt about it. My soul is pardoned, redeemed. The burdens I carried have all been buried into forgetfulness. See, I just can't get over my sins being over since I have been under the blood. I just can't explain the miraculous change since I've been washed in His blood. He's so high above me that it's just beyond me the depths of His marvelous love. I just can't get over my sins being over since I have been under the blood. I appreciate that song. And I don't want to extend service too far. I just want to follow him. I'll, I'll give a moment. Does anybody feel like they have anything on their heart at all? Song or testimony, anything at all? I don't feel like asking for another verse, but I, I want to say this. I, that, that song talked about joy. And uh, so many times I wonder, and one of the thoughts God places on my mind a lot is joy. And uh, I believe one of the problems today in America is people have lost their joy. People are forgetting the things of God, and that's where joy is found. And I encourage you today, if you were touched at all, or if anything, God spoke to you, when you get out of here, find a place to talk with Him if He's still speaking to you, and talk to Him about getting your joy back or getting joy in the first place. So I thank God for being here. Anyone at all with anything on their hearts?
not, we'll turn it over to Blaine for the announcements. Still have the, the ring that someone lost up here. Uh, this coming Saturday, which will be the 29th, I think, uh, is the is the is that right? Yeah, the 29th. Um, it'll be an association meeting at Samaria, and that starts at 5 p.m. Uh, so if you get a chance to go down for that, we have service first, and then there's a little business meeting after, but get a chance to go down to that go down to that uh, support that uh, appreciate uh, Cooper uh, taking care of service today uh, dad will, is scheduled to be back next weekend uh, so appreciate uh, all the young preachers that have taken care of service while he's been gone I think they've all done a really good job if you haven't reach out to them all and thank them because that's uh, it's quite a, a different uh, task uh, when and, uh, just coming and maybe you preach if you've got something on your heart. It's a lot different task uh, when you know that that weekend's yours and you've got to take care of it. And they've all four done a great job. So if you haven't had a chance to thank them, please do that. I'll turn back over to Brother Cooper. They asked me to announce um, if we could just see the deacons back in uh, Terry's office for just a few minutes after service. Uh, they got some stuff they want to talk about. We are going to hold off on youth group today because of the weather and the roads probably getting worse. So um, we're going to postpone and have it next Sunday. So um, we'll have regular youth group then next Sunday. Um, and we're going to have the subs and all that good food then. So um, plan for that. And then also, um, the Girls' Day and Guys' Day is going to be on February 12th. Um, and this is for ages 6th grade and up. Um, unless, you know, your parent comes and you're a younger youth. And if you're a younger youth, then you're welcome to come then at that point as well. And also, if you're a younger adult and you would like to come, that'd be great too. Um, we're going to meet... Um, the girls are going to meet at a local coffee shop at 9 a.m. and we're going to have a little Bible study um, and then we're going to go to Columbus and go shopping and have a good time. So um, remember that and come if you can and one of the guys can announce at a later time the details for them. I think they're going to, no they're not. Um, they're going to Dayton. Yep. And they're going to Top Golf. so that'll be a fun time as well. So see Jeremy or Brad or somebody if you want details on that. So remember that. Those announcements, anybody else got any announcements or anything? All hearts and minds are here. Everybody be careful in the parking lot. He said everybody be careful in the parking lot, be safe traveling home. And I believe Come back tonight, uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, if all our hearts and minds are clear, we'll ask everybody seated to stand. We'll ask Dave Jordan to pray this missile. <laughs> 